everybody to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 284. We are live and totally on time. I am Big Al. And with me, as always, we have someone who's about to drink a drink. Koshmos. I would never drink a drink before talking. <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, yeah, hey. Um, if there's anyone here that looks like a Jason Momoa, it is, of course, Wild West 08. What's going on, guys? And if you're watching on the Twitch, the man above him, looking down on everyone as he always does, is Rocker Dude, aka Corey. Right, the rocker has come around. Oh God! Achievement hunting 101. Oh, oh you had the rock right there, and you went to Becky Lynch. Why? Why? <laughs> Why not? Oh, I don't like what you've become. Yeah, it's uh, it's something, all right. He's a huge sports entertainment fanatic. A Seth. Yeah. Sure. Not only does he watch wrestling, he reads like dirt sheets and websites and forums. I don't. He goes on Usenet and um, Kick. He goes on GeoCities websites. Yeah, he's he's hardcore. Yeah, you know you got to keep up, and it's, it's a fast, fast moving world, the world of wrestling entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fog is mad at you. I don't play the games. I tried. You should play the games. Uh, you know what? It's all about the games and how you I play would them. Play a wrestling narrative game, even a point click, more than a real wrestling game. Oh, like that wrestle RPG thing that you played for five minutes and then never played. No, that again. was that was not that great. Something we need something better than that. Soul um, Quest. What was that it was called? definitely not one of my top threes of this year for sure. What was that called? Uh, it's called WrestleQuest. You're right. Okay, I had it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That means Kronos has to play it. It has Quest in the title. Awesome. Now, I could see you were trying to question Guaymi, so here we go. Topic of the week. What are your top three favorite games played in 2023? And didn't have to come out this year, unless, you, unless you're Corey and you demand certain things. It could be from any year. We want to hear what you enjoyed playing last year all right well Corey, since you are a, a guest you can go first as i shall start with chesno's response chesno definitely did not play games that came out in 2023 but he did play games in 2023 and those would be blaz blue that's how i'm saying it cross tag battle special edition that's right uh it's a fighting game who knew uh, he also picked RoboQuest, which that just came out version 1.0 uh, like a month or two ago. Uh, it is a roguelike game, and uh, I've played a little bit of it, and it's good. You should play it too. Good good pick. And his number one is Vampire Survivors, um, which is such a good game that it got him to change his whole opinion on a genre. I don't know which genre that would be. Auto Battler, because that, that was really like the first one. 
or at least the first big one that Xbox got that I recall, but all right. It's um, um first person yeah. shooter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Th- that that's what changed his opinion. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Volker Latin in no particular order says Street Fighter Six, which I've heard good things. Uh House Flipper. We all know how he loves flipping those houses and Song Pop, which is a nice Jackbox alternative. I don't think I've really seen much of that one. I remember playing that on the phone. Um, you know, no achievements, no Xbox, like a, before it was even on an Xbox, I think. That was the thing on at least the iPhone. Mm, yeah, yeah, probably. It looks like, probably. like it's actually called Song Pop Party. Yeah. And it looks like TA has it at 80 to 100 hours. Why? Mm. A lot of music. I, it's probably free bird. Six, that's why free bird. I have six from forty to fifty, but I guess it, oh, there's a, achievements for playing one thousand games and earning one million experience. So yeah, grindy well, party. It's a good thing that he likes it because uh, he's going to be playing a lot of it. And then rounding off the patron responses for me is Mary Berry, and he picks Gotham Knights, which is fine, fine game. Uh, Outer Wilds. I've heard good things and Anthem. That one's a little surprising. Um, the Iron Man we have at home. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, for I sure. Mean, if you get it for a dollar, I mean, if, if you're talking about deals, that is a great deal. Now, uh, I, I have three games, but my stipulation, as L said, is that they had to come out in 2023. I wrote this before Christmas, and so it's actually has changed a little bit. Um, I like calculated and I played over 60 games that came out in 2023 in some capacity. Obviously, there's some dives in there. Um, but these are my top three games that came out last year that I played and uh, that were my favorite. And the first one is Lil Gator Game. Uh, this is one of those cozy games. Um, I talked very highly of a short hike a couple of years ago. This is in that vein. Uh, the art style is somewhat similar. It's a very bright game. Uh, it's all about just going and talking to people and doing little quests for them. Um, and they happen to be your friends and you get them all together and you have like a little outdoor party. Uh, there's a very, uh, cutesy, uh, heartfelt story within there, but it was super charming and everybody should look into Lil Gator game. I had to pick one AAA game because 2023 seemed to be the year of the AAA. And the one that got me was Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I think it's a shame that uh, it was left out of a lot of conversations for whatever reasons, uh, but it kept me enthralled throughout the time I was playing it. Um, I didn't really put it down until I was done with it uh, as far as like the story goes. And I, I did not finish the collectible bit, but that aside, I thought it was the, one of the most fun open world games that came out and the magic combat has been done a lot in games. And I think it was the best version I've ever played uh, in a game. And that was Hogwarts legacy. Now my third game I've talked about before, but I'm actually moving it down. So I'm not going to talk about it a lot right now. And that was SteamWorld Build. So it's getting an honorable mention. My new third favorite game for 
2023, I'm saving for the game showcase. So you'll have to stick around and hear me talk about it then. So there we go. So as you were talking about Hogwarts, do you think that we lose those kind of side of those games that come out earlier in the year? Do you think that's a, a negative that it comes out early? Um, as far as like game of the year discussion goes, yeah, those kind of discussions, I, I yeah. do, I do think it is uh, that that does happen um, because the biggest games that I can recall, like talking about, about the game awards timeframe, they, they were all fairly recent. Um, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake 2, like those were new games. You didn't even hear much of Diablo, which I mean, it, take that for what it is. Like it was a good game for years for the year, but um, th- those are just juggernauts that like release at the very end of one year, early of the next year. And yeah, they, I think they get kind of left in the dust a bit. I think it was left out for different yeah. reasons, but yeah, for sure. I think that that hurts it a lot. Yeah, Especially think this about- year, right? This yeah. year of, of all years is the, you know, there's so many big games and so many cool games that came out so like being early this year is like way worse than any other year i think okay but when you make a billion dollars i don't think they care too much yeah your bank account's okay but it's just you know (laughs) yeah is jeff Keeley gonna say my name i don't know exactly so yeah back to you hell all right well thank you uh, while you were talking, I went on good old True Achievements and I sorted by uh, release date. Do you want to guess how many games I started that came out in 2023? Um, I always used to like giving you trivia questions, Corey. When you were 19, all 19. Yeah, I'll go 10. I'll, I'll go. Yeah. My thought was 10. I think Corey is like hacking my computer. The answer is nineteen. He must have looked. <laughs> I did no looking. I, I don't you keep on not. your profile. <laughs> well, actually, I take that back. I check your time plate all the time when you talk about stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking you checked. I didn't. I promise. That's wild. If you didn't, and yeah, it's mostly crap. Shockingly. So from this list, I would pick Coffee Talk 2, uh, A Building Full of Cats, and uh, that's it. Oh, we didn't say good games. We said favorite games. Oh, so that's fair. Oh. Those are the bestest games I played from this year. But I didn't play those majority. Uh, yeah. You know, I was going to be boring and talk about Vampire Survivors also. Mostly because I avoided it for so long. And I sucked at it for so long. And then it got got fun. But yeah, I still want to know what, what, uh, what genre Chesna was talking about. It's much like Limbo. This, this, uh, this game needs its own genre now. Its own genre tag. I mean, Auto Battler, I think, is the genre to me but ta needs some, it? some good amount of genre work yeah 
Uh, a couple of other games I enjoyed in 2023. Um, and I was looking at, it's funny because I was looking at Halo Infinite. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely a 2023 game. No, played that. No, it came out in 21. I don't even, I don't even know. But I did do a lot of the co-op in 2023. So I'm including it. Had a good time with my, my crew, my Prue crew, Fufu crew, and Mishu crew. Yeah, so honorable mention to any games I play with my crews on Tuesdays. Uh, oh, no, uh, I was in that crew for a bit. You're my Tuesday crew. Wait a minute. Uh, Mondays. <laughs> um, you were in the crew? Uh, the, for um, a bit. Maybe not in 2023. I don't know. Oh, oh the, um, that game. We played choices. Shredder's Revenge and a way... No, it's not a way out. Um... As Dusk Falls, that's it. That's that's Dusk Falls. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to remember the good times and the laughs more than the games. But yeah, shout out to uh, the Monday crew of uh, Icefire and Brew and Michelle. We, we've been playing Turtles 360 edition for the entirety of 2023, I'm pretty sure. And we are so stupid that once that's done, we're looking at playing... Marvel Ultimate Alliance next. <laughs> God, so bad. But we're looking at cleaning up some four-player games that are on our tags already. So please give us some better ideas. So I'm also looking at uh, Full Metal Furies and 99 Vitas. That's Those are the ones I want to play. They want to play crap. Wait, did you just and say then, 99 course, Vitas wasn't crap? I get, when no. you play by yourself, you're boring. That oh, yeah, awesome. that's true. That is true. That's what I'm saying. We, we'll make it fun. And, of course, uh, you know, on Thursdays now, we're playing the brand new game, Gears of War 3. And Makes sense. It's, so, it's funny because Fufu had never played, like, he's never played Horde mode or Beast mode in a Gears game before. So he's just so he behind the that. times. He did. He likes them. And you know, if you play um, Gears of War 3 like two hours a week, uh, we're looking to have Seriously 3.0 done by uh, 2047. So that's the plan. If people can make it. Everyone's ready. Oh, KT Echo says Full Metal Furies is amazing. Yeah, I've heard that. We wound up buying it. It was like four or five bucks. I know it was, we missed it when it was on Game Pass, so we wound up buying it. Oh, Kingsman is giving a shout out. He loves us. We miss you, buddy. We love you too. I won't forget your Brad Camp later, maybe. All right, who's next on this list? Oh, I should probably read other people's things. Mental Knight uh, wrote something I will try to translate. My third favorite game played was Unheard Voices of Crime. You watch scenes play out on a 2D map with dot characters. Like Invisible Hours, you pick what room you want to watch and dial the time back and forth, figuring out where people go. Like Oberdin, you listen for clues and deduce everyone's name and who the perpetrators are. My favorite games were The Quarry for Xbox One and The Quarry for Xbox Series X and S. Take the Life of Strange characters, make them twice as many, twice as hot, three times as believable, and put them in grave peril. Then make them kiss. Well, 
that that's an answer. Anybody know the the quarry? I know of it. No, no, yeah, no. I've, I've heard good things heard from horror fans. I heard it rocks, but uh, Saucy says in the chat to read his. Sorry, Saucy, we only read from patrons and or people we like, and you are neither. So Aruturek says, number one for me last year was Persona Five Royale with cheese the gameplay was fantastic and the story was incredibly enjoyable and it goes on a list of very few games i wish i could wipe my memory of so i can play through it fresh again um just if you're like any of us just play it again next year you'll 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 forget a close second is hogwarts legacy i didn't have the highest of expectations for it but boy am i glad i played it Everything just felt right, and if there was one little nitpick, it would be finding the collectibles, but even that was enjoyable in its own way. As for third place, there's too many to choose from. Between Chained Echoes, Sunset Overdrive, Ghost 1.0, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, I couldn't pick one. You cheated. But the one that stood out a little higher, which took me by surprise as I was dreading it, was Okami HD, a truly wonderful game from both a gameplay and story perspective. Uh, yes, I've always heard about Okami. I believe it was delisted now, which is a shame. But uh, thank you for your answer. Um, Kushmus, I'll let you read. You're just got to check on this Okami being delisted, though. I, I don't think that's true. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you're going to be thinking of something else. It looks like it's still oh, legit. Lord. Okami HD, at, at the very least. Oh, what the heck am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, like I said, Okami is on sale for nine ninety nine. That's what I said. <laughs> so so far from delisted that it's on sale. <laughs> Amazing. I got it back. I got it back. <laughs> Good job. Quick, quick edit to your sales. <laughs> what the influence. hell am I thinking wow. of? Oh, so, so nice. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Carpe Atom, uh, also known as Carpe New Year, says contrary to Big L. Wow, that's impression. I, I really enjoyed my time with Ravenlock. Free to oh, look at oh, and simple it. gameplay. Just the right length, too. I also really enjoyed Cocoon. He's she said. Uh, puzzle games are my jam, and this one did some very creative things with its puzzles. That said, my favorite game of 2023 is probably Goat Simulator 3 with McPixel 3. What? Now, that, that that's a hot pick. I don't know. Many people are going to say McPixel 3, but let's... let's Keep going. Uh, with Pixel 3, a close runner-up. Uh, both games are a mix of minor puzzle solving and mindless fun. I laughed so much while playing these games, and I still look forward to playing Goats 3, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Goats in 3 daily. I think it was just the right game at the right time for me. With all the chaos and stress of this time of year, it has been nice to just boot up something simple and funny to wind down with before bed. Awesome. I do like now, these little... Now, it's uh, really franchise. strange yeah? that he picked two games that were the third where they skipped the second in the series. <laughs> Did he do that on purpose? He's got a type. Apparently. Uh, Mental thinks oh. that the game I was talking about was Omori. That's fair. Oh, maybe. I'm going to say sure. I'm going to say sure. Now, <laughs> was that actually delisted Mental? Or uh... I think that one might have been. Well, uh, next up, Philip the Stockings Wendell, Mr. Wendell, 
says, my three favorite games were Hard Space Shipbreaker, Army of Ruin, and While the Iron's Hot. Though I only started that last one on December 31st. It still counts. All three games are the kind that you think about and want to get back to when you aren't playing. Uh, thanks to Koosh for recommending Shipbreaker and While the Iron's Hot. You're welcome. I like those games, and I talked about them. So uh, glad, uh, glad to hear that somebody likes that. And the people agree. Um, as for me, people. my favorite games, uh, I'm going to have to say number three, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Uh, I um, had what? so much fun. Uh, I had so much fun. I was addicted to this. Um, okay, so it's the type of game where you wake up, in real life, you go to work and you log out at work and you go home and you log into your other job where you are an astronaut slash uh, shipbreaker and you're just taking ships apart and uh, you're like, I'm only going to do one ship. I'll do half an hour. I'll do an hour maybe. And you look up and it's four hours later and you've done like two ships and you've died three times uh, through explosive decompression. Uh, now That's fun. Uh, believe it or not, that game... Uh, I had so much fun with that. I would love a sequel or a DLC or something. Uh, I don't even care. It doesn't need a story. It didn't need the story at all. I know there was one, but uh, just give me more ships and, and more ways to die. Um, then it gets tough. Uh, you do know that's a management game, right? Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's, uh, it's a I did it. Uh, I rubbed up. Okay. It's an adventure <laughs> there. game. I will not admit that it is that. Um, the next two are, are depends on the time of day and you know what I'm thinking about when you ask me. But I'm going to go in this order. Number two, Jedi Survivor. Uh, I love my Star Wars. Um, that game is amazing. Uh, I love the combat. I love the exploration. I love the puzzles. I love the you know the story. I, and just the way it keeps giving it story like that game when you finish the game there is more to discover uh you know you'll go to other locations and you'll see like force uh memories and you'll get motivations for certain characters you'll see things that happen maybe off camera and like i wanted to see it all and i don't normally go back and you know when the achievements are all done especially in a long game I don't normally go back and, and dig for more of that. But I did with Jedi Survivor, and uh, I cannot wait to see where that story goes because it does carry a thread through all the Jedi Survivor uh, or the, uh, um, gosh, I can't, can't speak right now, through all those Jedi games. It's going to be a trilogy, and I can't wait to see where they go with that third one. I think it's going to get dark. Um, and then the other one that I just kind of flip-flop with, and, and you know it, it's Hogwarts. That game is amazing. Uh, I just, it is the movies. It is the books. And um, I don't care what you think about the author. The content of that story comes alive in that game. And it, it's such that, like, they take the special effects from the movies and they're in the game. You, you're playing the game. You've watched the movies. I mean, they're they're the same, and and uh, and they hid something behind a waterfall. So th this game does it all. 
and uh, I would love to play more of it. I would love DLC, but I my understanding is they're just going to go ahead and do uh, a second one, and that's fine. I don't know how they're going to do that. And um, you know, I guess Hogwarts changes shape based on the student students that are there. So maybe just pick you know 100 years this way or that way, or I don't know. Um, but I'm down for it, and the second it comes out, I will play it because there was nothing nothing like exploring that castle and just looking at tapestries looking at paintings just ah and then you go out and you do you know the, the combat was fun it was fine but it really was about just immersing yourself in hogwarts castle and just exploring uh amazing number one uh would you like, would you like to kind of see that still set number two in the you know what was it the 1800 1900s or do you want to see it kind sure. of move forward? Sure. Well, I, I assume that whatever they're going to do is going to be chock full of stuff to look at. Um, I don't really know that I want to do Harry Potter in space, so I don't think I want them to move forward. No. But but staying in the past, sure. Uh, do they need to go farther back? I don't know. Maybe something a little more current? Maybe like 70s? I, I'd love 1970s Hogwarts. That'd be groovy. Um, yeah. And the one thing is weird. they did such amazing job and you could almost not say Hogwarts and it would have still been in a great game. Like there's almost no ties to the movies, you know, as far as like direct ties, yeah. like character wise. So. Well, yeah. Well, the only character being Hogwarts castle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th things like the room requirement and, you know, now, the hallways I, back in the day when it came out, like there's, there was rumors like the sequel could be like other schools, right? So, yes. Yes. Durmstrang yeah, and all. Yeah. But, Tons. Yep. Love it. That, that, yeah, I forgot about that. That would be amazing because that's something you haven't seen in the books. They have just full creative license to go there. Um, so, oh man, I'm so down for that. Yep. And of course, it's going to be out the same year as Star Wars Jedi. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, we'll be, I'll, I'll do it. We'll be back here in two years, three years, whatever yep. it is. Two years, three years. Who, who knows how long? But yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, I've spoken enough. I've gushed enough. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Wild West, <laughs> you have. All right, we got uh, Chewy on Ice. It's He says, it's difficult to narrow it down because I've really, really, really enjoyed a bunch of games I did this year, but here it goes. In third is Killer Frequency, a neat horror adventure where you play as a radio DJ taking calls from people who you talk to and guide so they can evade a mass murder or not, they can all die too. And second is in A Sound Mind, a really cool trippy game where you play as a psychiatrist who enters the fractured nightmare world of his unfortunate patients, which are built around their various fears and psychoses. And first is Immortality, a really weird but also really awesome game from the guy that did her story and telling lies. Similar to those games, you piece together a story by examining video clips. The difference here is that you jump from clip to clip by selecting items in the scenes, which are all takes and behind those scenes footage from three movies, all featuring the same actress, despite making deck, uh, despite being made decades apart. You have to figure out what's going on with her. And as you piece it together, it becomes increasingly wackadoo and totally surprising and brilliant. I also love it as a film student and cinephile because it also showcases all of the complexities of putting together actual movies. And they did an amazing job of showing the filmmaking techniques, trends and limitations of the eras they're set in. That was quite a quite Insane. a mouthful there. <laughs> and then uh, last we got uh, Rhett Stack. 
She uh, said, hmm, Starfield. I like Starfield. There was a lot of the MLB The Show. The game I really enjoyed, though, was this little puzzle platform called What Lies in the Multiverse. It came up when I was doing one of the bonuses for BCM, and I'm glad I found it and played it. So, there right, we go. We um, <clears throat> there we go. Three, on different, three very different games. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to go number three, the only game that wasn't didn't come out this year, uh, Control. Uh, I played that last January. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm extremely excited for number two that hopefully I think will come out. Probably not this year. I think it'll be next year. Um, but I just am all in on the, the Remini universe. Uh, number two for me was Starfield. I really enjoyed exploring all of that, and I knew exactly what I thought what was going to be in it. And I enjoyed all of it. Um, I, I enjoyed the worlds to explore. Uh, like Kush said, I, that was one of the games that even though I was going for achievements, there were a lot of days where I wasn't going for anything specific. I was just landing on different worlds, uh, f- just looking at all the different fauna and animals, uh, exploring the different uh, things that they offered. So I had just a lot of fun with it. I didn't need it to be action packed all the time. I just enjoyed the exploration aspects. And then to uh, no one's surprise, number one for me was Alan Wake 2. Uh, just improved on everything that Alan Wake 1 had. Uh, I enjoyed the new storyline. I enjoyed the new characters. Uh, I enjoyed the way that they took the story with this one. And I just can't wait to see what they do in Control 2, uh, to see how they kind of bring it even closer together. So those are the uh, top three games for me for, for 2023 that I played. All right, very nice. 2024 will be DLC, I'm assuming, for uh, Alan Wake. Yeah, maybe uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty will make it into to the end of the year for next year. But yeah, there will be some DLC in uh, uh, in this year, I believe. We'll see. They haven't announced a date yet, but I'm sure it'll come sometime. All righty. Thank you for the question, Wild West. This was your brainchild, I believe. Yeah, thanks for the responses. Yes, thank you to our patrons, as always. All right, we have some news items. Well, we have a very important news item, of course, which is that 18 new title updates for East Asia Soft Games have shown up on TA, or I guess it's 16 East Asia Soft Games, and then Taco Tom 2 and Akamofa. Sure. So we've probably talked about this topic to death, but I'm feeling that everyone's kind of played out on these at this point. But then on TA, the feed is filled with people reclaiming their completion, so I don't know. I guess once you start them, you got to finish them again. Uh, for me, you know, at least for like Butterfly, there would be an update to do the next five levels. Here, it's just do stuff you've already done and just you'll get one kill and then pop all the achievements for getting like 20 more kills, 50 more kills. I don't know. You got stuff like Pity Pit, which I don't like. Color pals, which I did like, but I did all the levels already, and now you got to do them again. It's stupid. 
stop it these days are soft. I always talk nice about you, but this is unnecessary. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, I don't really know. I'd love to see kind of the rationale for doing it, I guess. I think it was kind of cute at the beginning, but now it just seems like it's... I don't know. I don't even know how to... I just would like to see what they say. Just I'd love to in. see the numbers. Like, what does this mean? Like, did you get all your sales just at the very beginning or, like, yeah. on that first push and then, like, three, four, and five, you just don't see any more? Or do you see more? I don't, I don't know. I'd love to see those numbers that we'll never see. Um, I had to go back and play Mushroom Savior because RTDL, I oh, get at least one a month. Uh, I actually like Mushroom Savior. I mean, it's like an old NES game, like puzzle, you know, you know push type box push. I was but, listening to the podcast last week, and you're like, nobody talks about Mushroom Savior. Who said that? Did I say that? <laughs> you said that. Oh, yeah. That, well, that, there you go. There you it know. only takes, you know. Now, just clicking through all... The, all of these that are East Asia soft, like 16 of the 18, they're at 4,000 yeah, units for. So, uh, at least yeah. this will only happen Some of them are one more time. Expect an update on July 1st, and uh, then you won't have to play them ever again. That's true. And Neo says, uh, I want, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's like every six months they can refresh it. Uh, Nerdy Neo says, I wonder if the title update spam is what Phil's referring to when he says upcoming changes to achievements. I would love for that to be true. Uh, I imagine so. so. Yeah, I think they'll lock it down. I would also love that to be, hey, you know, achievement tracking actually has to work. Uh, that would be nice, too. Yeah, but like OZ said, like, I wonder, I'm, I'm kind of interested also to see when they get to five, if they're going to be able to do like Cruise Brothers and go higher. But Well, that they got a slap on the wrist for that. So, oh, did they? Okay. I believe so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The most interesting part is like, what is in it for the developer or the publisher? Like, are they making that much more sales on it? Yeah. Maybe a few years just... ago, but now, I don't know. I mean, they're still doing people. it. Yeah. Right. The feeds, still... the feeds are filled with them. They're still doing it, so there must be, you know, must a, reason. a reason. They must be seeing money. That's the only thing we can take from that. If they keep doing it, it's profitable. If they stop, it's not, right? Well, how much work are they having to do to just change the code just a titch to go from, oh, you know, do right. this action? It's <laughs> well, probably I mean, a line of yeah, code purchase. There you go. <laughs> sure, there but you, go. you still have to test. You have to submit it. I mean, there's there's a process involved. Yeah, you're, getting, yeah, you're getting right. Getting yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. not just, oh, I changed one line of code and we're done. I mean, you, that kicks off a process. So, yeah. there is something that goes oh. behind that, I'm sure. You, you think they tested these? Uh, yeah, I think, I think they have to. Um, okay. I think they load the game up and play it for 10 minutes. Like Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it's not as rigorous, I'm sure, because we've seen oh, all kinds yeah, of issues, but they're, I'm sure that they have to. I'm sure it's somewhere in a document thing they have to, and who knows. All right. And then uh, Mental says, then there's, there'll be Windows and Series X stacks on top of that, too. Huh. Oh, yeah, and Mushroom Savior was the one I talked about how uh, it deleted your save. So you enjoyed playing that again, Nate? Oh, is, is that why I had to do that? Uh, yeah, I, I had a good time. Yeah. I didn't. 
It was fine. I just played they, the whole game over not, again. They did not test that one. I thought I must have like blown away my save just for whatever oh. reason. I guess I forgot. Sorry. Are you weren't listening. listening to me? God. Imagine that. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> sure. yeah, no one talks about Usually much. He always sounds out for me when I'm talking about my management games. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, so I, yeah, I played it all from scratch and uh, just went through it again. Had a, had a good time. I mean, it's fun. And luckily, you know, uh, with my horrible memory, uh, it was a brand new game, and uh, I got achievements for it. So, yeah, I mean, you could play Hogwarts again; it'll all be new to you. Memory of a goldfish, <sighs> unbelievable. Be a goldfish. Be a goldfish. All right, and fresh in the new year, we have new targets, and we have new year, new games, which is for starting new games. Um. You got to start three games for gold. Backwards day, earn achievements that are backwards compatible. You need 15 of those. And 15 achievements with the main storyline flag. Now, what's amusing to me is a lot of these East Asia soft games that we just talked about. Take a look at, for example, Rayland or Color Pals. Uh, complete level one, complete level three, complete level five. These all have storyline flags for whatever reason. So this is simple as can be. I mean, they just came out, so that's probably an auto no. flag for TA. To say complete, if know. complete is in there, complete level, it's probably a story. Related. Yeah. That's just my guess. Is, is that what TA thinks? Because they've been there for the old ones, too. Okay, fair point. So yeah, they're, they're, they're if you wrong. need something simple, <laughs> these are clear. Rayland has an uh, is known for a good story. So I don't even know what that one is. That's a puzzle. Me right? neither. It's just like light beams. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was a little surprised when they came out because I thought that'd be a little harder than it was. But ah, uh, there's a pill for that. So man, the first of the year, gotta love it. Backwards compatible games. Um, that might one. be the trickiest one. Yeah, I mean, there's some. There's a lot of XBLA games. Um, me personally, I'm gonna play uh, uh, Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands. That showed up on my RTTL, and uh, Scaravesi talked about it on a recent Neverending Story. So. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's uh, Tomb Raider-esque. I want to see somebody who gets all the targets using three backwards compatible games. like Three new games? Yeah, three new backwards done. compatible games. That's what I want to see. That'd be awesome. Uh, I used one or two of them, That's... and obviously one-third of the new games. I think you're allowed to have Something with a good story. Well, boy, do I have a surprise for you later, Gooch. <laughs> <Ooh>. Uh-oh. <laughs> I love surprises for me. New management game? No, oh, no, no, <laughs> no management game. Thank you, because we all know I hate management. They're the worst. All right. So with that, we're gonna go to our game showcase. And if you're looking, uh, if you're watching the live stream and you're just listening, you could take a look. 
and and everything's going to go according to plan and there and there will be video of the games we talk about hopefully there won't be any hiccups yeah no hiccups yeah. no mistakes and oh, you can blame uh, you can blame rocker dude that's okay um so yeah uh thanks for throwing to me Nate. <laughs> thanks for asking <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to talk. Uh, Love you, buddy. First, first thing I want to do is go back and talk a little bit about uh, the game I talked about last week, which was uh, Wall World. Um, I put some more time view. into this. Yeah, I put some more time into the to this game, and I've uh, gotten some more upgrades, and I am loving the progression of this. Um, once again, uh, this game is essentially a ripoff of Dome Keeper, and I would love to play Dome Keeper when it comes to the Xbox, but uh, it's not there, so I can't do that. So I've got to do Dome Keeper, which is, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I have to do Wall World, which is Dome Keeper rotated negative 90 degrees. Um, and that's fine. Uh, it's gotten to the point now where some of the upgrades have made um, the progression a lot nicer, a lot more pleasant. Um, before, oh wow, this guy has a lot of upgrades. I didn't know you could do all that. Um, so <laughs> uh, it makes the beginning of the level a lot faster, whereas uh, for the first couple hours, the beginning is, is kind of a slow point. Um, there are upgrades that you get when you find certain blueprints, and then you buy those blueprints after your run is over uh, that will make the beginning of your run faster too. And that just makes the whole game a real joy to play, especially for the, that kind of pick up and, and put down uh, gameplay. Uh, just get in get out um so yeah i'm still loving that i'm still chipping away at it i kind of almost want uh to have like a roguelite of the year competition or something because uh i'm just enjoying this game and others like it uh, so much uh, but we're going to uh, move on to the next game my actual showcase uh as i juggle i don't know was there sound coming through there shouldn't have been sound coming through I heard no sound. Okay, good. That's perfect. That's exactly the way it's supposed but to be. I'm ready for you to juggle. <laughs> I am juggling now to the game that I'm going to talk about uh, for the showcase is Solar Ash. This is on Game Pass. And I am not going to get uh, a YouTube premium. Uh, no, thank you. Now, Solar Ash is by the same developer that did... Um, <laughs> can't remember. Hyperlight Adrift. No. Thank you. Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Don't have all my notes. Um, and it kind of shows, it's a little bit similar. Uh, this game is sort of a mashup of like Haven, the movement of Haven. And you'll, if you're watching on the feed, you'll see, you'll see this character kind of like floating in and out of like a cloudy type uh, level that you're running through. It's number one, it's very colorful. Number two, it's very pretty. So yes, it's very much a neat game. Um, it's, it's kind of an action-y platformer, um, and the controls are kind of floaty. Uh, it feels, like I said, a little bit like Haven Traversal, and um, I can't remember what I would say the combat is like, um, but it, it is kind of hack and slashy. Uh, you will only take like three or four hits of damage before you have to then go back to a checkpoint. Um, there's the ability to lock on and dive into enemies um and that will come into play uh very quickly you you'll very quickly run into oh i don't know how to play this game 
as you're playing it. And it forces you to play um, their way. It forces you to learn that what you have to do um, is navigate these boss battles. I'm not doing a very good job of this. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place tonight. Um, so you're going to, number one, you're going to go in and you're going to unlock a couple different, um, let's just call them glyphs. Uh, and what those are going to do is they're going to awaken a guardian. And then that guardian is going to become a boss battle. And the boss battles are fought on the backs of the guardians. Um, and so you will be dashing across the back uh, of, see, uh, if you're watching the video right now, but here's one of the guardians getting angry because you you broke one of the, the things and you're, uh, you're waking it up. Um, you then will be battling on the back of those bosses. You'll be, and they're typically very long because you're just going to be racing back and forth and you're hitting uh, critical points on those bosses. Uh, and you will eventually, um, oh, we're going to stop that because we don't want to <laughs> do that. Uh, you will eventually be, uh, kill the boss, move on to the next zone. Uh, in each area, you can, you can uh, get these little collectibles. <laughs> There'll be five. They'll give you a new suit, and those suits, I believe, give you different abilities. The first suit you pick up uh, recharges your your time stop. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, this game, is, like I said, it's on Game Pass. It's uh, it's a perfect night game, uh, and as I said, the movements like Haven, but don't let that be uh, a negative for you. I, I didn't love the gameplay of Haven. It's really only the, the movement. Uh, and the dashing, kind of that real floaty flying that you're doing uh, through the levels. But, um, yeah, there you go. I mean, Solar in Ash. my opinion, it took the best of Haven, so it already is uh, yeah. is, is is leaps and bounds above it. Uh, I'm glad we do gameplay during these parts because that looked interesting. And I don't know if I would have got that, not, not from your description, but just it wasn't on my radar before and seeing it it looks really cool um it reminded me a lot of uh you remember that game wave tail which was a lot of like water surfing this yeah, is like cloud good. surfing yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> so but, but combat that's much better like the wave tail combat yeah. bad yeah so yeah I, i'm i'm interested in that one and on game pass double whammy that's the thing when uh, i was looking through things that i had to do for um different contests and such and i i said i completely forgot about solar ash and I was looking for action adventure games and boom there it was and i realized i had forgotten about it so is that kind of like a hub world that you're in and you just kind of go to different parts of it or um no it's pretty linear you'll, you'll go from okay. level to level uh and then uh pretty early on i think like the um, i think the third level you'll get the ability to teleport anywhere you want so okay. and you don't have to go to a hub to do that you just pull up the map and you go to a node and boom you can go right to that main area so you're not locked out of any areas at all? No, so far? it doesn't, doesn't seem that way. There might be a point okay. of no return at some point, but as far as I can tell, it's very easy to go back and get those uh, suit pieces that you missed. Um, one of the things that's missing is a usable map. The map yeah. that you pull up just shows you, oh, here's area one, here's area two, here's area three. And there might be sub areas in those, and they'll let you um, look at maybe the person that you were talking to. Let's say there's two, uh, two different people you talk to that give you uh, either missions or suit pieces or or whatever. Uh, it'll show you, oh, you've got four or five. You've got you know, two of three. And so it'll, it'll let you know, okay, I have to go back here and do a thing. 
But when you teleport to that world, you go to the hub for that world. Like there's one place to teleport in and out. Uh, and, uh, all right, excuse me, there's one place to teleport into because you can teleport from anywhere. Uh, and then you have to progress from there into the level. There's no nice thing on the map that says, oh, here's the thing to go collect. Instead, I, I believe, I'm still learning, I believe that those are kind of signposted by beacons. Like if you look off in the distance, you'll see like a little blue beacon. And that means that there is a uh, like a suit part over there for you to get. I haven't found them all. I got I got them all in the first area, but there were only like I think there's only one. I think you just pick up the suit. Uh, in the second area, it's five. In the third area, it's five. Uh, and so I've been having trouble finding all of them in those areas. So I may have to look up a video at some point, especially if those suits give you really good powers. But but yeah, Solar Ash, check it out. Uh, I am I am digging it, and I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, I will not talk about it next week. I apologize for doing that. But <laughs> if that looked cool, go check it out. Was that day one Game Pass? I think it was a day one Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass, sorry. And, it, and the publisher is uh, Annapurna Interactive. So why did I wait this long? I don't know. It also came out in September, so it likely is going to leave in September. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got some time, but uh, I, I would start it. All right. So do a solar ash. All right. I'm going to talk about a couple of games. Uh, the first one is basically a first impression of Carpe Adams Game of the Year, Goat Simulator 3. Um, I was sitting around minding my own business, and then my son walks in the room and says, oh, Goat Simulator 3 is on Game Pass. Let's play. And I said, all right. And um, you could play four-player local co-op on the same screen. And the split screen is very nice. And to my surprise, on the second controller, you press A, and you can load in with your profile. So I said, all right. This will totally pop achievements for everybody. So we started the game. And there's an achievement for basically watching the opening uh, cutscene without skipping it. So don't skip it. And the achievement only popped for me and not for him. And he said, oh, really? And he doesn't care so much about achievements. He cares about stats. So we were looking at the stats. and. It looked like it was all tied to the host. So achievements, unfortunately, only tie uh, pop for the host. Now, earlier today, I tried online uh, with Michelle uh, real quick to see if it would pop for both. And online, the story achievements pop for all. So it's very, very unfortunate and silly that it will not pop locally. <laughs> now, what you can do is if you have a, a laptop or computer nearby, you can put Goat Simulator on your computer because it's on PC Game Pass as well. So right away with Goat Simulator 3, it looks way more polished. Um, it's obviously based on Assassin's Creed. You have to synchronize with the towers and then the parts of the map open up uh, when you find them. There's references to other games that I will not tell you, but 
because that's that's the fun. But so far, it looks uh, like a good time. And uh, it's an easy game to pick up and play for with your uh, three friends because it's on Game Pass. So anyone with Game Pass uh, can check it out. I'd love to hear what Adam liked about it. Um, yeah, I think when most people think Goat Simulator, they 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 are not happy to hear about it because the first game was very it was a pain in the butt with achievements and the four DLCs and all that stuff. But so far, this one. Looks really fun. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they'll do more DLCs on this one. I don't or know. I guess any DLCs. Yeah, I haven't really looked at the achievement list too much. It looks like a 15 to 20 hour completion or so. Oh, you have I to imagine get 100 levels in manageable. Flappy Bird, Flappy Goat. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Just kidding. It'll be like a 0 0.01 percent unlock rate that'll be it. but if they make that the dlc it'll be worth it just a flappy goat dlc a title update worth four thousand gamer score and then there's i'm just going to tell one achievement just the name of it and this is just for you for they have an achievement and the title yeah. is who bay watches the bay watch i see all right Corey. since you're young which star who is the who are the stars of the original baywatch dwayne johnson no zach efron original Bay, the original baywatch uh i only Come know on, one and that is okay yeah uh, hasselhoff hasselhoff okay david hasselhoff good any hasselhoff and and who's the female lead pamela anderson Okay, good. You got it. That was a complete guess. Saucy, no one asked you. Yes, Pamela Anderson. Very good. Shout out to Saucy. Oh, you cheated. No, I didn't actually. Well, Saucy said Pamala Anderson, so he's wrong. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to shout out is on new year's eve by the way how was all your new year's eve good good started late so we didn't have enough pleasantries so my kids and um my kids made it through to midnight for the first time ever and uh, michelle and brian were over and my wife was there so we played six player riff tracks now riff tracks is similar to Jackbox Party Pack, um, but it's from the people behind a Mystery Science Theater. You probably maybe have heard of Rift Tracks, but it's a ton of fun. And I recommend it for anyone who has family over or friends. Basically, they play a, a movie clip and then they, uh, with sound, and then they play more of the clip without sound. And you basically have to fill in uh, the blank. And then uh, everyone votes on it, and it's just a good time. Um, yeah, so just wanted to shout out Beat Simulator 3 and Rift Tracks. I'm all about those party games. While the uh, 
<laughs> while the Twitch chat is still trying to name people from the original Baywatch. <laughs> We've come up with Erica Aleniak and Yasmin Bleeth. Very good. There was another guy, but no one knows who that is. Jay Leno. All right. Wild West. What do you want to talk uh, about? So before I get into before I get into my game, uh, Koosh was needing some help with that. Uh, so when I was looking at the targets, I was kind of going through the stuff that I wanted to, to do. And one that kind of hits a lot of the stuff you're looking for is Midway, uh, the Midway, what is it? Midway Arcade Origins. Arcade. Classic. Yeah, so if you, if you got that with Games with Gold a long time ago, that'll get you some story achievements. That'll get you the backwards compatible achievements. I pretty much finished almost all of them just by that by itself. So if you do need something for targets, that's a good one to, to go. And it's only 68 hours, and you can do whatever achievements you want, whenever you want. You get to choose how, how you do them. What's that? How do those have story achievements? They do. Complete level X. <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> Pretty thing. Much. Wow. It's not they don't have everything, but you can get quite a few of them. I think I got all the story achievements you can. There's one for Joust 2 that I got, uh Smash TV, uh, and some other ones. So those are the ones that I was going for last night. But it's a good one if you all need right, those. You played this you played this recently then. Yeah, I was playing it last night. I Started it, I think Sunday, maybe a month, maybe All right. maybe a month or so. Have you tried any of the hard ones yet? I got Smash TV done and Joust Two done. Those were, I think, the other oh, hard one nice. was Rampage. I, I heard was pretty hard. I did get APB. Those controls are not great, but did get mm -hmm. APB done. So I've, I've got some of the other ones. I'll get back to you some other time. But uh, the game I wanted to talk about was uh, Choice of Life: Middle Ages. Uh, this was an interesting game that I kind of did for the 12 Days of Christmas. And it's kind of like one of those make-your-own-story games. Uh, you start with uh, a bunch of hearts. Uh, I think you'll see that. Yeah, so you'll start with, uh, you kind of start at the beginning of your life, basically. And then you get to go from there. You get to choose either the left or the right side, as you see there on the screen. And you don't really know what's going to be behind it. You will, as oh. you can go back and play the game and you'll know which action will reward you with hearts later on. But when you're going through it the first time, you don't really know. Um, and so you kind of start from birth, and then you'll earn titles as you go through the game, and each title will give you an achievement, and you can kind of dictate how you want to play to get certain achievements if you want to, kind of like the Thronebreaker Witcher game. So it kind of helps. And then you have some undies too in the game <laughs> for anything. Uh... <laughs> but... uh. I know. So yes, yeah, so you'll see there at the top of the screen, you got three hearts, and so some certain actions as you're going through the story uh, will, uh, you know, can take away a heart, so they can add a hearts, and then you, the goal of the game is trying to go all the way to the end of the game, uh, and you kind of have a mystical aspect of it later with uh, with dragons and and such like that later. But uh, it it's a fun game to help you with achievements if you need them. And uh, you get to kind of see, experience the story. You get to choose how you want to do it. And uh, most of the achievements are, are going for those titles in the game. So you'll start out uh, from born. You'll get to a peasant first. You'll get achievement for that. And then you'll get achievement for different other uh, titles that you'll earn. And then uh, when you die 10 times and have to restart, you'll, you'll get that. And when you do uh, die 30 times, you'll get another achievement for restarting 30 times and all that. So... 
Uh, it's a pretty pretty simple game. It's one to two hours, not not too long. You have to achievement for getting all the titles, which you can easily get as you go through and and everything. But it, it was a you know fun game. Get it for a couple bucks. I, I think it was worth it. Uh, to, if you kind of like those things growing up, I read those stories. So I think I could stop. We could all just watch Rocker just go off on whatever he's doing over there. I'm, I'm <laughs> broken. I'm broken. I'm sorry. <laughs> Looks like I chose the right game this time around too. So he chose. Yes. <laughs> Might have to get our YouTube Pro so uh, we don't see uh, underwear. I don't know. That just might uh, increase our subscribers from now on. But I know. Yeah. <laughs> as long as there's yeah, no news. But yeah, you gotta take chat off the screen. Ozzy's not helping. But yeah, that's called uh, that's choice of life. Middle Ages. Uh, wasn't too bad. <laughs> Rocker might need some new so, undies. Um, uh, just just makes go. me think what, what you're searching for. <laughs> Wild <laughs> West. Um, yes, sir. So this game reminds me of a game I've talked up a lot on the show called Aloris. It's just like this. So you just pick one or the other and that's it. So, but there was a lot of, uh, you play the game a lot and then you remember what leads to what. So that's similar. Is there a lot of RNG of, of what's going to show up? No, I mean when it's pretty much the same thing. So you know, when you start from birth and you go all the way forward. up to the first title, it's it'll be the same thing each time. Um, and then uh, when you get to that first title of of uh, I guess you didn't really see it. There is kind of a map that you'll see, um, and you can start from. You don't have to start from birth every single time. You can once you get up to, to peasant, you can start from a peasant on your second on your next playthrough and work it. So you don't have to try to remember every single action you've done. And then once you get to the next one, which I mean, there's there's a lot of different titles, but when you get to the next title, you can start the game from that title. So you don't have to sit there and replay the game over and over again. Uh, but so that was nice. Okay. Or are you able to speak yet? No. <laughs> uh, I, I could try. All right. You, you didn't I help talk about you, your game and guess. You were talking about Middle Ages and you said, well, what comes up is the RNG. What? It's like you do ads. It's a good thing you're going for the complete about. opposite genre. Uh. <laughs> If the ads are based off the game that we're showing, uh, then we should be safe. All right. So for my game, I so every year around Christmas time, uh, we usually have a little bit more free time. So I try to get through as many uh, stories or whatever as I can. Uh, and, and I they want to be, I want them to be games that I want to play, um, that I maybe have been putting off or uh, something like that. So this year. Uh, I went through uh, Sifu, Gray, and uh, this game, which happens to be Dredge. Uh, this was the only one out of the three that I completed, achievement-wise. Uh, I started it and completed it uh, in five days. And according to TA, that was twenty, almost 25 hours. So I played nothing but this game, Dredge uh straight uh for those five days uh the game is a uh, it's an adventure game uh you 
uh, play the part as a, I guess a fisherman. Uh, you really are the boat. You don't ever see the person other than uh, a pop up when you are talking to somebody. Um, so you kind of are the boat, and you go through these. You go to these different islands, and you talk to people. There are merchants. That, some of them. Uh, there are shipwrights that will uh, repair your boat, sell you upgrades, things like that. Uh, there is an upgrade tree that you have to collect different materials and money uh, to be able to upgrade it, to be able to carry more things, to have more spots for fishing rods and things like that. And I think I put this off so long because kind of at its core, it's a fishing game. And fishing is by far my least favorite thing to do in video games. Um, but this game got a lot of accolades, uh, accolades or whatever, um, best indie game of the year by some people. So I had to play it. Um, so I eventually just, uh, bit the bullet and, and got it. Um, on sale wise, it's, it's been as low as like $18. Uh, there is a, I think it was like five or $6 DLC, uh, that does have achievements. Um, so I got that as well. Uh, but if we talk about the gameplay of Dredge, uh, you're you're going out and uh, in, in, like I said, you're talking to people and doing quests for them. Uh, sure, it's it might be kind of fetch questy, but I found this game super relaxing and really satisfying uh, to kind of just focus on a single objective because nothing's time based really, or there's no pressure. Um, you can just go out and come back and start your next day whenever you want. Uh, now, with that said, there is a time element of the game that uh, is a day and night cycle. If you stay up too late or you are awake for too many hours, uh, you'll start to see uh, the Lovecraftian part of this game. It gets really eerie uh, at night. And so things will start to come at your boat and rocks may appear, um, which if you hit, will damage your hull, and you have to get that repaired. If it happens to land on a spot where you are holding a fish or an item, it can be thrown overboard, so you'll lose it, things like that. So it, it does have the very strange, creepy element to it, which, again, it's kind of weird for me to say that it's relaxing when it has this, this, this part about it, but um, you can really avoid a lot of it if you're just really diligent about going back and resting and go to your next uh, day as far as the fishing goes yeah you're going to be fishing a lot however it does it in a really concise manner um, as you are navigating the waters you'll see bubbles pop up in in the water and uh, different fish will be there and you can kind of see their outline and you'll get to know which fish is where before you even get to it um, one of your abilities, which you do get random abilities, um, uh, is a spyglass. So you can actually see bubbles from afar. And you, once you have uh, kind of wrote down the fish in your encyclopedia, you'll be able to tell what it is without even going up to it. Um, but uh, most of what you're going to be doing in the forefront of this game is going out to catch fish and bringing them back. Um, after you catch them, which is usually a time-based minigame, um, and they're they're all different. Uh, well, most of them. There's a handful of uh, different time-based games you could do, whether it's landing in a green zone or 
waiting for the shape to get to the right size to hit A. Um, they're all just seconds uh, each. And uh, But once you catch one, you have to put it in your hole, and you have to pay, play a little game of Tetris, so you can only fit so much in. And sometimes you'll have spots that don't fill it, so it depends on how efficient you are and, and what fish you, uh, what fish you get. Uh, the game does have a waterfall that you can go behind, uh, Kush. I was just about to ask when I saw that waterfall. Yep, that is actually, uh, it is uh, required, actually. So that they, they, they know the lore, the video game lore of waterfalls uh, very well. What's up? Nice. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so catching fish and bringing it back for lots of money uh, and other things will be here in the water as well. Pieces of wood, uh, scrap metal for upgrades. And you can kind of choose to go along that route and upgrade yourself fully before you even do anything, really. Uh, but obviously, the further you get with your upgrades, the better fish you can catch. Um, and then they sell for more money. So, like, there is an efficient route you could take. But if you like fishing, you can just simply go out there and do it as much as your heart pleases. Um the main quest is is kind of split up amongst five sets of islands, uh, and you have to go and you pretty much have to get an item at each one. Um, and I think I got two out of the five before I said, I'm just going to like do the entire upgrade tree. So my boat was like the best that it could be uh, before I really finished the story. Uh, speaking of, there is a story to this game. Uh, it doesn't take up a lot of time as far as the narrative goes, which I like. Um, and it has uh, different endings, and there's achievements for each one. And the best part about it is it will tell you right before uh, you start the ending part of the game and says, it will. this game will not save anymore. Um, once you're done with it, you reload it, and you'll be back to this spot. So uh, there's only one playthrough that you need to do. And you're going to get all the achievements, um, except for a couple naturally through the game. And you might even get the the last several that I didn't get naturally um, yourself. It just depends on how diligent you are. I mentioned there's an encyclopedia, so a lot of, about this game is catching and finding the different fish and catching them. And each one has a creepy version of it that some are only come out during the night time uh but for the most part they're just a rare version of that fish uh there are abilities you get later in the game and items that help you increase that chance of finding the rarity stuff um but there are achievements for catching all of those fish at least once and so right before the end of the of the game i i made it my mission to go out and find all of these and and I think your encyclopedia tells you clues like uh, where it's at. Uh, it, it'll definitely tell you like the set of islands that you can find it in. And it may tell you day or night uh, is the best time to find it. Uh, but other than that, uh, you're kind of uh, on your own to figure it out. There are, of course, fan wikis out there that tell you um, a little bit more detail. Some people have even made you know, forum posts on Steam saying which uh, part of the map to go to to maybe have a guaranteed chance. Uh, the map is laid out in a battleship format like O2 and B7, stuff like that. So you can uh, 
you can prioritize that as much as you want. Uh, but yeah, this game was super fun, super relaxing, and I could not put it down. So it it pretty much had to make my top three for this year. It came out, I think, in April. Hilarious. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is Dredge. Very, very good indie game. Does it kind of have like an uh, overall uh, map where you can see where where you're at and everything? Yes, and it updates real time. You can see your boat on it. So uh, as you're sailing along, um, you can't really put it on autopilot, but you can kind of. Uh, one of the things is you build up your engine. You can you can go pretty fast. Um, you, you could see exactly where you're going, and if you're going wrong, which happens a lot for me, I would make slight course correction and then open the map right back up to see if I was heading in the right direction. Um, I wish they had like an on-screen mini map. That would be like my one thing to improve this game. Uh, but yeah. it was a simple click of a button to bring up the full map just to figure that out. So is this one of those games that just looks boring to watch, but it's fun to play? Uh, I, uh, I mean, I could see why somebody would say that. Too yes. thrilling, honestly. Well, no, it's it's a it's a fishing game for one. What fishing game is thrilling to you? Dynamite uh, fishing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, get on that play something else, Corey. The game that was fun. Boring AF. Maybe no, was... a good fish game. That's a fun game. And it's not a fishing game. Yeah, but it is. but You're this game a ton of fish. This it's game is fish. relaxing. I would say play this uh. over. Whatever you play. Don't, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Instead of playing 18 East Asia soft games, which arguably would only take a tenth of this I'm... time, play this. <laughs> I'm I'm just finished all 18 in the time you've been talking about this game. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, I'll say the name Dredge. Uh, the DLC in itself is just like another set of islands um that you go to uh and it's only a couple of hours long um if had i ha i and i waited till i finished the base game to get it had i got it before uh it seems like i could have went there sooner um with an you know a not upgraded ship maybe it would have took a little bit longer without that but yeah it, it's just more of the same and this is uh a game that at least on other platforms like steam uh, it's getting other DLC, like Dave the Diver crossover. So uh, that's one I'm kind of itching to play once it gets over here. And I'm hoping uh, that DLC makes its way as well. Oh, oh you got the uh, completion, your slide dog. I did in five days. They could not stop playing this game. Wow. I mean, you could have. So do you use a dredge in this game? Do you know what a dredge is? Uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't describe it to I, you, but yes, I mean, you use it in this game. You have. You have to. Like you can't fish for the wood or the engine, the the scrap metal. You have to dredge for it. So you do have uh, to have that on your ship, taking up spot. It's if you want to get that. It's a stuff. verb and a noun. Yeah, yeah. Bring up objects from the mud by scooping or dragging. That's dredging. Oh, okay. 
it's, it's, it's more in depth it. than what you what you see and yeah it's slow but relaxing it's kind of what i've been about lately all right but on ta it's dredge mm, yeah sure it's all but, caps for some reason i don't know I don't here's know a why. here's a foo-foo thing as well. It's a 4.43 stars on EA. I'm not the only one who says it's good. All right, well, I'm gonna vote one star for it now. Damn, I have to start it first. <laughs> Got a question from Fug. Uh is it anything like Moonglow <laughs> Bay? Um, it's been a while and I didn't play much of Moonglow. How did the fishing work in that? Am I remember? I I don't recall I don't recall it being the same so I would say it's not similar at all except for you get on a boat in that game and there's weird monster creatures if I recall probably the closest similarity you can you can draw but I haven't played much of the moon glow Sing sauce, and you gotta play Moon Glow. I oh. think Moon Glow had a lot of relationship building. This has none of that. Yeah, Moon Glow, I think, had a lot of stuff outside of the boat. So you weren't the boat, you were a person going in town, and then you were getting on your boat. I think. Yeah. All righty. All right, that was Dredge, and the game's showcase is. Complete. Now we shall go to the sales. And Kush Moose is up first. Oh, it's got vids. It's got videos, everyone. But he's 10 hour video. The 10 hour video with no YouTube premium. We got this. We're going to watch it all. Nate, Nate, we can't hear you. That's a good point. Uh, so hopefully you won't see any underwear. Um, <laughs> I was like, geez, guys, geez, uh, you cut me off. Uh, this is Itora. Uh, it's ten dollars down from twenty. It's the first time on sale. It's an action adventure game, uh, and I've I've played it for about an hour, I think. But I really like uh, the animations. I really like uh, the the movement. Uh, it feels very fluid. There's a dash and you've got jumping tacks and you can slide down hills i don't know if they're going to show up there yep uh, you can do uh all sorts of fun stuff like that um to me it reminds me of uh indivisible uh mixed with like eratana and a harpy's feather i don't know if anyone knows those games uh but if you have uh if you haven't check them out because they're both really good oh look there's a little bit of boss fight just too. to clarify you said action adventure and not another genre yeah, I'm pretty sure I said action adventure. I, I think I looked it up. That should be true. This is I'm just, what I'm getting is this is not a Metroidvania. This is not a Metroidvania. Yeah, as far as I'm like one. I, I've not gotten a double jump. But it wants uh, it to like be one. Crazy. It looks like it. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a good game. Uh, I, I can tell. Oh, oh my gosh, there's a wall jump. <laughs> this could be a Vayner. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, we'll end there. Find a map. Find a map. <laughs> we'll end there for a. Uh, Right, Tora. No. Uh, next up is Thunder Ray. And uh can't imagine what kind of whitey tidies we're going to see for that. This game is $12 down from $15, and you're not seeing it. 
but now you are. Uh, it's sports boxing. Now, this is not Whoa. a great sale, 12 down from 15. However, Whoa. I think that this is uh, one to keep an eye on, especially if you are a fan of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out or the uh, oh. the other Punch-Out that didn't have Mike Tyson in the title. Um, right. You can see it's... Uh, Canadian version. Yeah. Punch-Out. So, <laughs> uh, I've heard it's a little bit uh, spotty. It's not as, you know, uh, not as precise as a Punch-Out with the timing and everything. But uh, if you're if you're looking for that, oh, oh uh, you might want to check out. Finally, you might want to check this game out at Thunder Ray. Uh, next up, uh, we have Shoot Vaders. Shoot Vaders, boom, boom. <laughs> I said Shoot Vaders. The beginning. <laughs> it's uh, four dollars and nineteen cents down from seven. This is a shoot 'em up, uh, and I would almost say buy this just for the oh. title alone. I love my games for their titles sometimes. Um, yeah, then take a look at it. It's got 14 achievements and they're all caps and they all have the same. Oh, no, actually, I think that was a hey. blog that I discovered today. I think they do have different, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, uh, they all say temp for me. If you guys see temp or not, space and Vadors, but yeah, so basically, you know, your traditional schmope. And let's get that guy to go away. Uh, next up. And final for me uh, is Ravita. And let's get that guy going. All right, Ravita. This is uh, $12.74, the traditional $12.74, down from $17. This is a platformer roguelite. Uh, and this is a, uh, to me, I think this is good-looking pixel art. Uh, and it reminds me of a mix between like a neon abyss and kind of a spelunky because apparently there are shortcuts that you can discover uh, and then uh, help you get further in your run the next time. Um, I think it looks cool, but uh, I think that, that that price is a little high. You might want to put a price watch on this if you uh, see anything you like here. Oh, I like that dash. Um, yeah, and that is Ravita. You like Ravita Colada? Oh, Taze. I've got Turn Up Boy commits tax evasion. If you missed it on Game Pass and are excited as I am for the next one coming out. Pick this one up. It's five bucks, usually 15, two to three hours. Ton of fun. You could play that on your Xbox or on your Windows device. I also selected Momonga Pinball Adventures since it is $1.19, down from $6. Uh, it's a pinball game. It's six to eight hours. Um, it's got. One hard achievement to get 45 challenges. Uh, what most people do is delete their save and start over. So the challenges from the early levels uh, continue. They count on the achievement tracker. And you can get that game done in about six to eight hours. Uh, what do you got, Wild West? Uh, I've got a Schmups collection that has three games in it. I think they're all one to two hour com uh, completions, and uh, it's four sixty two down from eighteen forty nine. Uh, that's the lowest price there on that. So you get three games for four dollars and sixty two cents. So 
thought that was a pretty good deal. Probably picked that one up. And the other one, I played this a while ago, but I really liked it. Uh, Seasons After Fall. It's $1.99 down from $9.99. It's a puzzle platformer. I enjoyed the game. It's a good price. I mean, two bucks, six to eight hours. So Good game. Good story. I enjoy it. So not a lot this week, but understandable. Three. So the only game I have to tell you about is Nocturnal. Uh, it's $15 down from 20 I would put a price watch on this for $10 if it were me. Um, it is a 2D platformer with uh, some combat mixed in. Um, it is pretty good. I reviewed this uh, back when it came out, and I gave it a 7.5. Um, it is fairly basic, but the platforming is fun enough to warrant a play if you like 2D platforming. The combat uh, was not super uh, in-depth, which I think is fine for this this game. And the puzzle aspect of this 2D platformer is light enough to not cause headaches. Um, I basically think that if I could do it, uh, it's probably not hard. So with that said, Nocturnal uh, is the game. Currently $15, maybe. Keep an eye on a deeper discount. Um, good for storyline achievements, though, because all but one are for the story. All right. We have a ton of Game Pass news. Um, wait, no. We have done. Anybody check on Koosh today? Do we have the hour? Okay, yeah, it's but... the news watch, the Game Pass news watch. We did get some news, but we didn't get any new additional news or anything game added to Game Pass. We did not hear about what's going to be added, if there's going to be anything before uh, the midpoint of this month. Uh, we did, however, previously, we've known about this for a while, known that uh, in January 18th, we're getting Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. That's the sequel. Yeah. Uh, Turnip Boy. Uh, commits tax evasion. Uh, next up, uh, January 25th, we're getting Go Mecha Ball, which I love the look of from the sizzle reels. So hopefully uh, that'll be a good game. I might check it out. Uh, what we did learn today, uh, I think it was today, uh, is that leaving Game Pass on January 15th, we have four games going away. We have Persona 3 Portable. We have Persona 4 Golden. We have MotoGP 22. Those are all pretty big games. Uh, what we are losing that's playable, I think, uh, is Garden Story. Uh, and Garden Story is a uh, action-adventure game. TA puts it at 15 to 20 hours. Um, and it's kind of like a Zelda-like. Uh, I shouldn't say it's kind of like. It is a Zelda-like. Um, and uh, I, I started, I intend to play this uh, all the way before the 15th. Garden Story. Ooh. Okay. And the Gamertech Challenge for January. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'll tell it. Uh, in December of last year, uh, which, you know, also known as two days ago, uh, our gamertag was EL Sock. <laughs> uh, the wild card game was any new achievement or previous completion in the Castlevania series. Uh, the bonus was where you raised in a barn, picking up achievements with articles of clothing in the achievement title. Uh, we had a limit of 50, but man, we didn't need it. Uh, the bonus bonus, uh, how do I keep losing these? Uh, because we had a short gamer tag, sometimes we like to add uh, a bonus bonus to give you more stuff to do, more chances to win. Uh, in this case, it was uh, spelling sock, LSOC again with different games. 
uh, and that gave you six additional uh, draws. We had 19 participants. Seven gamer tags were spelled. We had five pairs of socks completed. Uh, we had two wild cards used, and we had 10 bonuses uh, entered. Uh, our top three bonuses people for this cycle were Carpe Adam with three, Chewy with four, and Freeman with four. So that 50 was totally way above uh, and uh, way out there. Uh, and our winner um, with the one sock, so one gamer tag spelled, and three bonuses is Carpe Adam. Congratulations. Uh, this month, January, our Game Tag Challenge is for Westlander Joe. Uh, you may want to look at how that's spelled because there's a lot of vowels missing. Uh, wild card game, uh, any new achievement or previous completion in the Fallout series. And then the bonus is Wasting Away Again and Again. And that is for progressing further in roguelite games to earn bonus draws. Uh, and essentially, one bonus draw is earned for each achievement milestone. Uh, met in a roguelite game. Uh, you get uh, one draw for one achievement, one draw for two achievements, one draw for four achievements, uh, one draw for eight achievements. So the farther you go in, the more draws you get for that game. Max is 20 across however many games you want to use in the roguelite genre. Sounds confusing. Uh, just go to the channel and tell me uh, how horribly that was written, and everyone will have a laugh. It'll be a good time. It's written horribly. And uh, patron drawing? We can have Corey read this. He's been dying to read it. <clears throat> it was Hurricane Dale. Oh. You told me to read it. Excuse me. Gusto. You got to say, you have to say, stand back. There's a Hurricane Dale coming through. Stand and then, back. There's a Hurricane there's a... Dale coming through. There Congrats, go. Hurricane there Dale. Thanks for being a patron. There we go. Or you could say Hurricane Dale. No, nope. the patron. Winner has ever had their name said so many times. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Brad Camp. Take it away, rocker dude. Four completions. We have Fluttery Chicken at 200 completed games. Luke, 17,000. Is it 250 games? Bastion Reader at 650 completed games. Septic Earl, 700 completed games. And Lucas, 1987, 3,000 completed games. In Streaks, Quantum Gray, 17, currently with 150 days. Dunkos with 300 days. Retro Chief, 1969, with 1,100 days. Morbid, 237, with 1,650 days. Enigma Gamer, 77, with 1,850 days. <clears throat> excuse me, days. Bastion Reader with uh, currently 2,200 days. Uh, and then moving on to the annual win streaks, or uh, achievement win streaks, we have a Hyzo with one year, Thrash Forever with two years, and Rector Chief 1969 celebrating his three-year achievement win streak. All right, we got uh, in gamer score, we have Faustin Greed with 300,000 gamer score, RFC Ori with 400,000 gamer score, Toby Lin with 500,000 gamer score. Stega with a 500,000 gamer score. Xlax Jester with 600,000 gamer score. Philip Wendell also with 600,000 gamer score. Michael KV with 750,000 gamer score. R56 Cooper S11 
with 800,000 gamer score, Chesno with 900,000 gamer score, Scarovese with 900,000 gamer score, Matriarch with 950,000 gamer score. And uh, with the 1 million, we've got OZ Buffanetic. Congratulations on that. Uh, we've got Nutty Ray with 1.6 million gamer score, Thrash Forever with 2.8 million gamer score, and Lucas1987 with 3.1 million gamer score. You still there, OZ? What'd you use for your million? If you're still there. He was there earlier. We actually uh we actually talked about this in the Bradcamp channel during uh, all of this. Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> I haven't gone in there today, I don't think so. And it's happened in the last half hour. No, there you he go. He used Puzzle by Nikolai W. Kakuro. The achievement yeah. first steps. So I guess he's uh starting over because he got that on New Year's Eve. Oh, it's okay. Gotcha. And he's in Australia, so it's like the wrong New Year's Eve and stuff. So I think they're ready in 2025 over there, something like that. I forget how it works. I'll see. I'll see. Bastion Reader is in. Wow. Number one, USA Completed Games leaderboard for shoot 'em ups. And number 10 in gamer score overall in shoot 'em ups on TA. Very nice. Chesno is in the top 200 of England. Completed games leaderboard for Roguelite. Fluttery Chicken is in the top 1,000 of England here. Ratio leaderboard for competitive ratio. Ice Spire TN in the top 10 of max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Metroidvania. Luke 17,000 in the top 50 of TA difference leaderboard for strategy. Michael KV, top 1,000 Europe Gamer Square leaderboard. Northern Last, top 2,000 of the TA Difference leaderboard. Seamus McLimey is second in the British Columbia TA leaderboard for hockey. Kronos in the top 10 of the TA Difference leaderboard for card and board. And Z Drunken Monkeys, top 200 of the TA Difference leaderboard for shoot 'em ups. We had a couple of people tag me in the Brightcamp channel. Very nice. Uh, Aruturek, with his yearly tag of me, he completed the game Football Manager 2024 Windows, and he was the 15th person to do so. And he is one of only two people to have the full series completion. And right before recording, we had Kingsman complete the game Ruin Arch. I guess it's Arch, not Arc. I don't know. He's the first gamer on TA to complete it. That is awesome. Usually the reviewers get those firsts, but he got it for anyone. And I asked him to tell me a little about a uh, little bit about it. He said, "Interesting premise where you expand your power by causing mischief and misery among the village folk through manipulation, torture, and various destructive schemes in a top-down tile-styled sandbox experience." Uh, there's a PlayStation guide out there that's really good. Is there's a couple of vague achievements and one that's a real RNG pain in the butt. It's a really a two to three hour completion. Most of you use a guide, which again, you really only need for three to four completion, uh, three or four achievements. Uh, so congratulations to all of our milestones, peoples, and Braggalicious Brags. 
Oh, Saucy says it's pronounced Arch. Thanks. Oh, yes. Nerdy Neo would like me to remind everyone that Year of the Vayner is continuing for year three. Um, January's game was drawn, and it is Monster Boy. So anybody who would like to participate, please join us in the Discord at hashtag Vayners. And uh, there's a post. I believe there's a pinned post where you can click on Neo's post and you can get on his spreadsheet. And uh, after we're done talking, he'll probably have a, a video, uh, an audio clip explaining the whole thing again anyway. So that's what he does every month. Mr. Neo. All right. Thank you for joining us on this first podcast of 2024. Anybody want to say anything? You're all been very quiet. Everyone's sleepy. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, Al, we love you. Oh, thanks, guys. You filthy animal. It's pretending to be muted so he doesn't have to talk to me. Story of our lives. All right, stay tuned for some ducky races. We want to give out some monies first of the year. And if you're listening to the audio broadcast, you can always go on YouTube and Twitch and watch the video recording <laughs> as well as the ducky races so you can see who won. And if you're not able to stay up with us, you could always subscribe to us on Twitch and you'll be eligible to win. So you don't have to be there with us. So you can always get in the action if you didn't know that. All right, so thank you very much for joining us, and class dismissed. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Later. See ya. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Episode 7 of Game Passable. This is the beginning of January 2024. Happy New Year to everyone, and Happy New Year to you, Koosh. How are you? I'm doing well. How was your uh, New Year and Extended Christmas? break. It was It was not too bad. It was pretty. It was incredibly busy. We're finishing the basement, so really just put all my time and effort into doing that and didn't get to relax. But Well, that's not great. No, <laughs> but I'll have a finished basement with a really big TV, so that that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that looking forward to, and, and actually I'll be able to record down there too, so it'll be, uh, it'll be nice. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to that, but... Uh, I, I was happy that I could focus on other games because there's really nothing leaving that I hadn't already done. So that was fantastic. Did you uh, did you do anything exciting and fun gaming wise? Gaming wise, I uh, started a bunch of new games. Um, <laughs> oh, a bunch I did of new, yeah, a bunch of new little games, uh, which is great. I haven't started anything big yet because. You know, with the the lack of news, uh, there was no certainty that the, this lull was going to last. So I just uh, I filled my time with um, some smaller gameplay, uh, and I've been having a great time with that. Yeah, in order to do my twelve days uh, where I spelled my name in the uh, uh, the link frog, I had to start impressive. a bunch of random crap that <laughs> is not. I got clean up. Yep. <laughs> yep, it was an impressive exactly feat. I was proud of it, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. I, you know, again, we we skipped the end of the month in December there, but I did want to touch on two of the games that were leaving. 
Um, the Naraka Blade Point, which left at the end of the service, that was 18 months in there. And now NetEase doesn't have any other games on the service. So really, there's nothing else you have to worry about. And if you missed it on Game Pass, it's free to play. So uh, they, they went free to play when it was ported over to the PS5. So it's out there for you to play. Don't worry about uh, missing it on Game Pass if you did. And, uh, and Monster Train, which had been in the, in the, the service for three years. Um, now, Good Shepherd Entertainment doesn't have any other games in the service. Uh, so we don't have any flags for things that are potentially leaving. But if you missed that game, boy, I freaking love that game. It was so much fun. So if you missed it, grab it on a sale because it's well worth your time. And then the other piece of news that came out in December that's worth talking about is the publisher Versus Evil. Uh, they've officially closed their doors on uh, December 22nd. Now, they published Pillars of Eternity 2, and that's been on Game Pass for about three years. Um, so it's kind of unclear what the future of that game is going to be as things are being handed over. Um, the, the whole studio was completely absorbed by Tiny Build, and Tiny Build are notorious 12-month um game passers so it's you know i don't know what to expect for that game um you know it's a real popular long turn-based rpg and so i'm guessing that it's going to have some legs but we're just kind of in a rocky time period for that uh given the the transition between um publishers there and then we come to the january news and I guess six months is is how long we're going to get because this isn't even going to last till this episode comes out. January 5th is when Grand Theft Auto V finally leaves the service after six months. Um, and we know that Rockstar charges an exorbitant amount of money for their games. And finally, I guess six months. Now, there were, this had happened before. So four months is usually their window. But there was a, a couple at six months that, that went through. So if we ever see another Rockstar game again that you're interested in, maybe a Red Dead 2 or something, um, jump on it because it's a short window. Yeah. The other four games, these are the more traditional games that are leaving in the mid-month here. And we talked about Persona 3 and Persona 4 a bunch of times um, that you know they, they were written on the wall, long RPGs. So if you uh, didn't get to those, um, well, you're going to have to buy them, I'm guessing. And MotoGP 22... Um, this was 18 months. This is kind of a, a bit of a surprise, although we did talk about it. Uh, Milestone has the only other game in the service is Hot Wheels, and that comes up at 12 months on, in February. Um, so they have that one game at 12 months and two games that left at 18 months. So the Hot Wheels one, I think we talked about in the February you know, it's 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 a relatively high probability. I'm thinking maybe the 50-50-75 area. Um but the timing was a little weird because of the, the launch of that one. And then the final one here is Garden Story. This is Rose City Games. They, they don't have any other games in the service, and this is going out at 18 months. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those one-offs that we couldn't really predict coming. But uh, I just gave this a start tonight, actually. It's it's cute. It's kind of fun. It reminds me of an old Zelda. Mm -hmm. uh, did you dabble in it a little bit? I did. I, I stuck my toes in the water when it first came out and got one achievement. Uh, and then... <laughs> Two days ago, when I saw this announcement, I got a yeah. second achievement, and I'm, I'm definitely going to finish this one before before it leaves. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the the one achievement happens when you literally walk to the right. Um, it? it is oh. it is just getting out of bed. So I didn't remember that. So. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, second achievement sure maybe takes a little bit more work, but uh, you know we're not there yet. 
A um, couple of things, you know, January is almost over. Um, I mean, we talked about the personas. There was a, a game that we mentioned in January a couple of times, and, and I brought it up again in February, and I feel the need to do it again here is Inculinati. Um, you know, we talked about this still being in game preview, so it wasn't really clear what's going to end up happening with this. Again, there, Didalic is saying that the achievements will pop, so if you do some work in it, it's supposed to be re- retroactively working. I started it and played it. I, I really like it. This is this is kind of like very much my type of game, but it is a long and semi-challenging uh, completion. I've, I've probably put maybe three, four, five hours into it, um, but I got through all the tutorials, all the training, all that kind of stuff. So it's all about doing the campaign where you got to end up doing the things on like challenging mode and stuff. And and it's pretty demanding um, when it comes to actual turn-based combat, but it's cool and, and unique. And um, I think curious on how it's going to end up going, um, you know, what the service is going to look like. But, and then the other one is uh, JoJo's. Jojo's Bazaar Adventure, Koosh. What do you want to? What do you want to say about that one? Well, I want to say that what rhymes with Jojo, but no, no. Um, this game, I, I'm a big fan of fighting games. Um, in the service, I like to not all of them, but I like to play them and and try to get them done before they leave. So I thought that hey, this is perfect. I'll play this one. I'll talk about how how good it is and how you can get it out. Uh, before it goes and i um unfortunately it is not uh, a fit for me um i i don't really like the one aspect of the combat and that is like the weak punch normally the mm. weak punch is your entry into a combo uh and in this game um yeah it could be but the range on the short attack is so short you have to be like <laughs> standing on the other guy's feet in order to reach them uh, it's a little bit of hyperbole, but not by much. Um, so it's just, it always felt really weird. Like I would, I would try to throw my light attack and it would always miss because I was too far out. Um, aside from that, if you are a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan, this this could be a good game for you, but I think you already would have played it by now. Yeah. Um, the the animations are really cool. The finishing moves, all the, uh, the stuff in, in between the fights is really pretty cool. If you're a fan, I, I think it's kind of, cool just looking at it but i'm looking at because i've started it and i'm committed to completing this before it, it leaves when we think it's going to leave uh, i'm i'm committed to it uh and there's a just a big grind uh, as far as the achievements go what's going to make the grind well there's three online achievements uh one i think for playing like a match uh one, another one for participating in a hundred online matches yeah. i mean you just have to participate uh, and then the uh, the other one that looks scary but really isn't is promoting in ranked. And all that means is you have to win like two matches, maybe three matches in a row. And if you're matching up with a friend, that shouldn't be a problem. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. So in terms so, of, uh, you know, you, you're saying you're going to complete it? Yeah. Or, you know, let's say somebody just wants some quick and dirty points. What are we looking at? A couple hours well, get you? What? Yeah, if you just want some some points. You'll you'll you can get them from the very start. I think how many do I have? Uh, let me check that here. I have 18 achievements right now. I, I wouldn't say that it's like heavily front loaded or back loaded. It's pretty well interspersed because sure. most of the achievements are for completing this thing called the All Star Battle Mode, 
which is like um, you're playing uh, this character against this character. And maybe from the series, that makes sense. Like these, these two characters had a massive you know, fight or whatever uh, in this game. Uh, you basically just have to complete different challenges for each one of those fights. Like some might have like three, some might have two, uh, one might have four or five and just follow the walkthrough. It does a really good job of telling you what you need to do. Sometimes the descriptions are off a little bit, um, but I find that if you're having trouble with one of them, just do a quick search online and you'll you say, Oh, okay, no, there's this other way to do this button combination or, you, uh, you complete this combo by jumping in and, and starting like a defensive move. Uh, so if you have problems, you can find it online. I, I haven't been having a hard time doing it. I've just had the hard time being motivated <laughs> to do this. Crime. Sure. No, yeah, totally. Um, you know, like, and that's great information. There's another game along those lines. It's another Bandai Namco is the Gundam Battle Alliance, which, you know, it could be end of January, but more than likely it'll be mid-February. Um, haven't played any of that, but that's something if, you know, you wanted to get some points on quick, that would be the way to go. And then two that are nearly guaranteed, uh, Madden NFL 22 in February, two year mark every time you can set your clock to it. And then super mega baseball three, um, you know, they historically leave at 24 months and guess what? Super mega baseball four is coming in this, <laughs> coming in this upcoming month. So I think that spells the, uh, the end for mega baseball three, um, in February, which brings us to March. Now uh, looking ahead into March, there's one here that Kush, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the deal is. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm keeping it more as a PSA, but uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley, the Founders Edition, is coming up on 18 months here. It's Gameloft's only game in the service. But, you know, this game, we were just talking before this, like, it's free to play, right? Like, yeah, how does like, this work? That's my understanding. But. So, you know, these types of Founders Edition things, we've seen this with others where you get some in-game perks and bonuses. The other thing is this type of game, these types of simulation games, they tend to stick around in the service a lot longer. So I don't really know what to think about this. So if you're interested in some of that free stuff from the Founders Edition, you know, best not to wait on it. You're certainly not going to do this in the last two weeks. Um, but maybe it's enough to just buy, get in, get your loot. And, uh, you know, now you've added this long achievement factory to your tag. I don't know. We've got uh, we've got two games here that we really just don't have any data on because both um, publishers are self-published. Um They've only, these are the only games on the service, and it's Shredders, which is uh, it's a snowboarding game, um, coming up on 24 months for Eye Illusions. Um, again, only game in the service. We don't we don't know when or what, um, and I'm not even sure if there's like licensed music or anything to be worried about in this game. So you know, if you were digging on your SSS tricky, uh, I don't think it's I think it's more technical than it is. Um, fancy free like that but uh get on that and then you suck at parking this is a uh, happy volcano uh this coming up on 18 months here and again only game in service so 18 months could be a relatively good time for this who knows um but i think this is something that you could probably clean up in uh, in the two weeks uh given the warning 
And then we come to the well. Oh, let me let me give a little advisory there. Uh, the U second parking does have some online stuff Ooh. that is skill based. Yeah, so that two weeks might be a really frustrating two weeks if if you can't get a group together to help you or you just have bad luck. It's a skill based game. It reminds me of like Supermarket Shriek, that type of skill, that type of twitch. Sure. It's fun, but uh, yeah, I, I it, you know. It's got to be the type of game for you, and I think that that skill might make it very difficult to complete in two weeks. Fantastic advice. Super appreciate that because um, that is also in line with this other game we don't have enough data on is Spider Heck. We talked about it at the 12-month mark because Tiny Build loses their games at 12 months nearly all the time, and of course this is out at 18 months. Um, this is a party game, right? It's a party platforming 2D wacky fun game uh, that my kid put on my tag and is nearly impossible for me to complete. Um, I will say here for tiny build of the five games that, um, that they've had in the service that have gone beyond 12 months. We had streets of rogue leave at 17 months, kill it with fire, 24 months, secret neighbor, 30 months, the hello neighbor, was in there for three years and cluster truck lasted five years. I'm not, I, I they might have forgot about cluster truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause that, that entered the service on day one. And so they likely, you know, maybe there's just a big initial, Hey, <laughs> join us forever. So we can keep this in here anyway. Don't know what to expect with spider heck. Um, but it's, it's a fun little party game, but it's very, very challenging. Um, so you got that going for you. Now we come into the things that I think are pretty safe. Um, oh, we talked about these in February, but uh, but they're worth mentioning again because they're kind of at that borderline between January and February, or sorry, February and March. See, it's hard when you think about the future. Um, Guilty Gear Strive, we talked about this. Uh, Arc System Works, this is their first game in here, so we don't have any data to support, but fighting games, like I said last episode, tend to have normal, longer lives because they need that online element and they love the player pool being significant. Of course, it relies on people being online to play it. So if nobody's using it in the service, then you know there's not really going to be any reason to continue to for Microsoft to pay for it. Uh, so, or however, I guess, however their system lines up for monetary compensation. But I would say this is a pretty popular fighting game. If anyone who's in the fighting game community, not that I am, but I certainly hear from podcasts where they are. Guilty Gear Strive is a, is a very popular entry in that. Um, and, and people seem to enjoy it. So I think that one's safe. I also think Wolong Fallen Dynasty is safe. Um, Koi Tecmo, uh, the, you know, they've had Ninja Gaiden in there for 18 months. This was a day one launch in Game Pass. Um, it was a pretty big deal when they got it. And, and I think this is kind of one of those games that um, Microsoft wants to continue to keep that, you know, Japanese influence um, or I guess Eastern influence in here. And, and I think this fits that bill pretty well. And then the third game um, that I think I think is going to end up staying what comes up on some anniversaries here is a Valheim. This is a, uh, this is by coffee stain studios who published it. Uh, they're also the people who publish uh, goat simulator and, uh, but Valheim is a survival crafting game. Um, it's been in the service 18 months on PC and 12 months on console. 
and coffee stain currently has five games on the service and nothing is left they just they just get in and leave them there uh, and so i think this one especially with the type of uh, survival online uh, party type environment i think i think this one survives and uh, and continues to grow i'm not quite sure what the like updating of the game is in terms of what you know, the developer keeps adding to it and building because I know it was in game preview for quite some time. It might even still be in game preview for all I know. Um, but you can get achievements and do all that kind of fun stuff. It now absolutely you... is in preview. Uh, and it... there are no achievements yet. Okay. Um, so I don't know if this thing's going to pop them proactively or proactively uh, you know, when you're done. And Retroactively. Goes, yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's the actively I was looking for. <laughs> um, so when, when that happens uh, and you and you launch this that day, I don't know if that's going to put you in a bad spot or not. And I haven't really looked at it on Steam either. But yeah, if you're not playing it, uh, I don't know that you should start it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, people who get into a group and play it seem to have a really good time with it, but I hate survival games, so that is not me. Uh, one game that I am very nervous about, uh, although I might have bought it, is Tunic. Tunic I have at the 50-50 level, because uh, this is coming up on 24 months, and that's a, it's a good anniversary for it. Uh, Finji had two games in the service they left at 12 months, and the only other game in the service right now is Chicory, and that's celebrating its nine-month anniversary um, in March here. So, Tunix paving the way. We don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's the furthest one out there. So, this could be its time to leave the service. Obviously, critically acclaimed. People loved it. Um, and, uh, and you know, by all intents and purposes, Game of the Year contender when it came out. Um, so, I put it 50-50, but... I'm erring on the side that maybe you should work on this prior to uh, March because the whole beauty of this game is is discovery and spending time and getting lost in it. And if you are racing to get it done in two weeks, my guess is you're going straight to a guide, and that takes a lot of the charm and magic out of this game. And then we come to Hard Space Shipbreaker. We talked about this at 12 months. It's coming up on 18 months in March. This is uh, Focus Home Interactive. You know, they normally leave on the 12-month and 24-month mark. Uh, that's where, you know, we send, tend to see Focus go. But there are a bunch of other random times that games have left the service. And another 18-month has happened before. So this is possible at 18 months. But, again, I'm putting it at 50-50. And, and Kush, something tells me two weeks is not enough time for this one. I spent... I'm looking at, I had 71 hours in the game. Uh, I was uh, just having fun. Um, my second job uh, as a shipbreaker. Uh, <laughs> so I, I wasn't like flying through it. I'm sure if you intended to do that, you could, but uh, yeah, I, I, this is one of those games where like, I feel like you want to just, you know, use this game to relax or just use this game to just kind of decompress a little bit, <laughs> not you know, explosive decompress, but um, just decompress uh, as in, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. Yeah. That is uh, so in the yeah. game though. Yeah, it's totally in the game and there's an <laughs> achievement for that too. Um, this was, you may not have heard this yet. I don't know if you were listening when we recorded the panel. Uh, this was in my top three games of 2023. Cool. No, yeah. I did not. So I love this game. Fantastic. Uh, no, I'm actually, I was caught up and then I found a new podcast. And so I had to listen to all the back episodes. And so now I think I just heard the Halloween episode. So that was fun. 
Um, <laughs> moving on. We are now into the 75% chance, the upper chance uh, here, and we're going to start with Crusader Kings. Um, this has been in the service forever uh, by Paradox Interactive. The console is celebrating its two-year anniversary, which is why it pops up as the higher likelihood to leave. But it's been on uh, the PC side of it for 43 months. So that's, uh, what, over coming up on three and a half years? Um and so, just past three and a half years, Paradox, uh, one-third of their games, um, only only one-third of their games have left the service. So they tend to leave their games in here because they, you know, these bigger PC games and, uh, you know, the Xbox PC offering, these are the types of games that are really long in the uh, long tails and, and, and the such. Um, but they, games that do leave are on those 12 month anniversaries. So they signed the one year contracts, which the 24 month console contract is likely one of those flags. So I, I'm feeling like this might be something to keep an eye out for. If, uh, if you haven't played it already, like I said, though, it's been over three and a half years. If you're playing on the PC and if you're playing on the console, you are insane. Cause I think this is a keyboard and mouse game. Uh, but that also then takes us to Norco. I know I've talked about Norco before because I love this game. It was super crazy and weird. This is coming up on 24 months. Raw Fury published this one. And I, I said I said this was going to be gone at 12 months because that's when Raw Fury's games leave. Only four games have survived past 24 months. Um, they've had 24 games in the service. So four of 24 have survived past 24 months. I don't think this is going to be one of them, but I can't put it in the red because they tricked me at the 12 month. Um, this is totally something you could do in the two weeks, though. Uh, but if uh, if you wanted to enjoy the story more, I'd give yourself maybe an extra two weeks um, because you want to be there's a lot of reading involved. And uh, and I don't mean that to sound like, hey, you, you know, you got a book in front of you, but it really helps build the world and in the world is so weird like it is worth your time to to get into it because it is bizarre as all hell um fun though super fun now we're into the high probabilities and uh and i got five games here that i want to talk about well technically six because this is a twofer Bandai Namco always uh, talked about at the 12-month mark. We're now at 65% of their titles are gone. Of course, we don't know about JoJo and Gundam. If you know, I've already predicted those going out in January. So if in the latter half of January those leave, that will now be 75% of their titles gone at 12 months. The only two that survived is Pac-Man and Nino Kuni. Well, I have now flagged Nino Kuni as one of the two here because Nino Kuni 2... Revenant Kingdom comes up on 12 months, and Nino Kuni 1, Wrath of the White Witch, is hitting 18 months. And I think it's just too perfect for it to line up at 12 months and 18 months that we don't see both of these out of the service. Um, I guess if I were leaning on it, I'd say maybe Nino Kuni 2 could survive to 18 months, but I think. Uh, you're running out of time on these if they were interesting to you. Now we move on to, uh, so this is when you say hard, hard space shipbreaker, 
this is what I think of is let's build a zoo. This is 18 months by no more robots. Uh, only two of their games have survived past 18 months. And uh, both of those are descenders, the console version and the PC version, totally different games than what let's build a zoo is. Um, there have been three games that have left the service at 18 months. Yes, your grace, Hypnospace outlaw, nowhere profit. Again, these are all, very different from Let's Build a Zoo. So I, I'm saying that all because it's a caveat that, like I said with Disney Dreamlight Valley, these simulation management games tend to survive a little bit longer than normal, traditional, story-based, or action-adventure, etc. Let's Build a Zoo is literally a build-a-zoo uh, game. It is an exceedingly long grind um, because there's an achievement for splicing all of your critters and finding 10 different DNA variants of all 62, 63 animals. Uh, there's also paid DLC with this. So um, it's, it's for a simulation management game, it is surprisingly um, busy. And maybe that maybe, maybe it's not surprising. I guess I don't play enough. Uh, but like it's, it'd be awesome just to sit this on autopilot. But you're when you're doing these, this genome project is kind of where I'm at now. Is like I've built mostly a functioning zoo, and I am just running the clock, fast forwarding, so because it's self sustainable, just to try to get all these DNA variants to pop up, and it is super time consuming. Um, so completionists beware, but I super enjoyed it. I've bought the DLC, haven't started it. It's you build the dinosaur park like Jurassic Park. I don't think the dinosaurs eat anyone though. Um, but 18 months, no more robots. I think that's a, a really strong contender for this thing to be gone in March. Last three games I want to talk about here MLB The Show 23. This one's easy. This was actually published by MLB, but uh, I would bet my life that MLB The Show 24 is coming into the service in March and 23 is leaving. That's exactly what happened last year, and I would see no reason otherwise because this is a popular edition. Uh, every instance I've heard about it, I don't even know if they're making 24. I guess I'm just assuming they are. It's like Madden, right? It's a popular sports franchise. They make it every year. Uh, and, and 23 of the shows coming up on 12 months in March. I'm going to skip this next one, uh, Koosh, because I want to talk about it a little bit more. So I'm going to jump to the end here with Infinite Guitars, uh, 12 months Humble Bundle game. Humble Bundles, 80% of their games leave at 12 months, right? And only 25% of all the games that Humble Bundle has ever put into the service um, survived past 12 months. So, like, it is so insanely rare for a game to survive 12 months for Humble Bundle. And Infinite Guitars is a standalone game, has no ties to anything else. I think you could nearly guarantee that this thing's gone at uh, in March there. And that brings us to the final game here uh, is Loop Hero. Uh, Loop Hero is a Devolver digital joint. Now, this is an April 4th when it joined the service. So this could be early April as opposed to end of March. But I'm saying it now here because uh, Devolver Digital is pretty popular at having games leave at 12 months. Um, but they do have games leave at 18 and, and 24 as well. 
they've had 31 games leave the service. And so 12 of those at 12, six at 18 and four at 24. And then they have nine that are just randomly all over the board. Um, but this is kind of one of those games that just speaks to me as a 12 monther. Um, I absolutely love this game. It's one of those, uh, you know, tile deck building card type games. Um, and I say cards very loosely because you're not actually playing cards or anything. It's, um, you know, you're, you're kind of building a map with, with cards uh, and you just keep going around this walking little loop. And it is insanely, insanely addictive. There's a lot of this, just one more. And you think you can survive one more loop and you just get absolutely killed by everything that keeps spawning every day that goes through this uh, achievement wise. It was, I, I don't even know like how difficult it ends up being because I just had so much fun playing it. Um, let me look up what my time estimate was on this. Cause I did get the completion and I, it took me again, I've idled this a lot, 85 hours. Uh, now they're saying 40 to 50. I think that's probably more realistic. Like I said, this is a computer game. So I let it, I let it hang, uh, for quite some time, but I highly recommend this game. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's one that you can really dabble in. It's not like a mechanic that if you don't play it for a while, you're going to, you know, lose the muscle memory or anything. Um, so you can kind of dabble in this one. You got three months. So, you know, spend 15 hours a month on it and then do a mad dash at the end. But uh, I think you'll like it. I think it's fun. Kush, anything stand out to you in that long list of games I just talked about? Hmm. Well, obviously Tunic and, and Hard Space, for sure. Um, Wolong, I know that that doesn't seem like it's in, in any sort of danger. That's a great game, but, you know, with those uh, Souls-like, uh, you really need to uh, put some time in them unless you're amazing. Uh, so if you had any interest, you know, definitely uh, hit that off the pass. A loop here, I, I put an hour into it. Um, I've, I've kind of already got enough roguelites going right now. Um, so, so once I, you know, finish one of them, the one that I'm currently playing them, which I'm really having a good time with wall world. Um, once I rotate that out, maybe I'll put loop hero in, in the rotation and just make more progress in that. Uh, you know, if not get the completion, at least, uh, do a little more damage. Totally. Totally. And there's some pretty good guides on that one in terms of deck set up because uh, you can kind of play the cards certain ways to help the achievements um, and then by the end of it I found a deck that I was feeling pretty popular uh, you know I was getting good runs with consistently and and was able to clean up the those more difficult achievements does um, it have permanent progression I, I've only like I said I only played for an hour and I haven't died yet so um, I, yes yeah I mean okay. you're it, it'll make sense as you're playing the game and what the loop actually means. Um, because, because there's not, you don't actually like restart. You're the same character and you, you understand you're in a loop. Mm -hmm. And so like, you're continuing to build each time you do um, the person, the, per, you know, the percussive, what's the word I'm looking for? The consecutive loops. Um, but like the townspeople and stuff, like they'll remember as well. Okay. So it's, it's, it'll make sense when you're playing. Um, but yes, so there's, there's, there's permanent stuff. So it's not square one every time. Gotcha. Correct. There is one achievement for um, winning the game 
beating that first boss on your first loop, oh. which is flagged as missable. That was my last achievement. I just restarted the game. But, you know, yeah. once I fully understood the mechanics and how to kind of best set up my run so that I could give myself the best chance at beating them, mm-hmm. um, that happened pretty quick. So, like, okay. I was, you know, it took longer to fill out the encyclopedia and do the 100% of the, you know, bestiary type thing. And and then that one probably took me one or two rounds to be like, okay, brand new save, here we go, boom. So don't worry about the missable because it's again first loop, it takes you ten minutes. Um, it, it, you know, as, as your last achievement. All right. So there it is. That is early January, and uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. We'll uh, hope. I mean, we should be back to roll more things. I can't imagine we're gonna get another only two games leaving and no second month announcement. Um, that was kind of a bummer that we didn't have any fun news. So, yeah, you know, I guess we should, we should have seen it coming. I know. Yeah. yeah it I happened guess, last year too. Exactly. So this is going to be par for the course moving forward. I think, I think we yeah. just have to expect this uh, next year. Totally. And, uh, and so with that, Kush and I are going to go play some exo primal. So oh, yeah. thanks everybody for listening and we will catch you guys later. Bye-bye. See you.